Hello and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Monday, August 28th, 2023. I'm Mike Kachopoli. All right. Beginning of a new week. Beginning of a brand new week. As we get set to end the month of August and head into September. As the summer comes, summer comes to an end. To a sudden end. Not really. I mean, Labor Day weekend is coming up this coming weekend. It's the unofficial end of summer. Not really. We still have a few more weeks to go. A few more weeks to go, but I think it did go pretty fast. I wouldn't say it's the fastest summer of them all. But it was pretty fast. It really was, you know. And uh, once we get past this Labor Day weekend, we'll see people begin to think about the coming elections they'll just begin to think about the coming elections and that's what you know many of us who are totally ensconced you know like those of us that have a a a, uh you know weeknight uh podcast weeknight show uh tend to think that people follow the way all of us do and that's not the way it goes very few people follow these elections until until it gets down to the nitty gritty, right? So once you get in September, October, people begin to go back to work, go back to school. Uh, the summer will be over, vacationing will be over, and people will start to say, "Hey, oh, uh, and believe me, this is the way it's going to go." I know you'll think I'm crazy because I'm not like this, and and you're not like this. But a lot of people will be like, "Oh, who's running? Like, trust me on this." Trust me, I know you're saying, Mike, you're crazy. Everyone knows who's running. Not true. And even more so, if they happen to have heard the names, they don't know much about anyone not named Donald John Trump. I'll agree that everyone knows about him. And that's why he has the, the, um, I wouldn't say the lead, but the head start, simply because people know about him. So yes, people hate him but also people love him. So there you go. But people know who he is. So they they have this thing they call a ceiling. Not, not the thing that's in your house above your head, but a ceiling as far as the kind of support a candidate can get. And many people, once again, this is a, a subjective number. You might have a different number than I have. One expert might see it different. But the number I hear more and more for Donald Trump, as far as the ceiling of his support, is about 30, 30%. The reason being this, very few people, even the people who don't follow this stuff like we do, have an opinion, a very strong one, of Donald Trump. And people either love him or hate him. And by now, by 2023, people who are going to vote for him are going to vote for him. People who are not going to vote for him are not, especially. Now, there are the, we say the ceiling is 30, right? Because there are people who right now might support Donald Trump, but he could lose their support. So that number can go down, but it can't go up because there's nobody in this world, in this country, who is now all of a sudden going to like Donald Trump. Didn't like him for the last decade, but now they love him. That's not the way it works. So that's why he has a ceiling of 30. He can lose support to go below that, but he really can't gain support to go above that. Unlike other candidates, basically all of them, 
but the, let's talk about the front runner, Ron DeSantis. He has a much higher ceiling. He has a much higher ceiling because people aren't dead set against him the way they are against Trump. He doesn't have those, you know, that decade long hatred, haters that Donald Trump, the people who just simply won't vote for Donald Trump, no matter what, they won't do it. DeSantis doesn't have that. And that's what makes his favorability higher. And his ceiling is higher. He can gain more, right? He can get independent. Once again, the proof is what he just did in November in Florida in a purple state, right? Many people will argue, rightfully so, that the country is very indicative of Florida. Florida is very indicative of the country. It's a purple state, and we're a purple country. And Ron DeSantis, in that purple state, was able to actually turn it deep red because he was able to get independents, Democrats, Republicans, people from the left and right, all different minorities, whites, to vote for him, right? Suburban women, college-educated women, well, everything, all those categories. That's You have to basically, to win by 20 points or a million and a half votes, you really need to get a little bit of everybody, right? So that's what he was able to do. His ceiling is very high. There are very few people out there who, unlike with Trump, will say, no, not voting for Ron DeSantis in this primary, no matter what. So that's the ceiling. Ron DeSantis has a much higher ceiling than Donald Trump. So that's what people always have to remember when they see polls, if you believe them, is that the ceiling is about 30 for Donald Trump. He's not going to get more than that. People have a very strong opinion one way or the other. And the people who uh, in August of 2023 don't like Donald Trump aren't all of a sudden going to take a liking to him. But people who might vote for him or who might have voted for him can have their minds changed outside of that, you know, very small group of, of Trump cult who will vote for him no matter what. Right. So that's what we talk about when we talk about the, the ceiling number, which is a very important number. Now you'll see polls, right, that show Trump still ahead, that now show Trump he's lost some points because he wasn't in the debate. And, you know, it all depends on the clickbait headline you read. Some will say, you know, uh, everyone else must drop out of the race. While I just saw like a headline next to each other. One was every every other candidate not Nate Trump should jump out. And the next <laughs> clickbait headline next to it was Trump polls are tanking. So what do you believe? I don't click on either of them. That's called clickbait stuff, right? Clickbait stuff, where you have a headline and you click on it and you read it. You're like, there's nothing new here. There's nothing. This is an, this is an opinion piece, right? Which they pretend to be a factual piece. And you see this constantly, constantly. Clickbait has gotten worse than ever. I don't, I, I, I really can't open up. I don't open up most stories because I know it's clickbait. And they're just counting the clicks and they want to fool people with the headline. You'll see this more and more now in the sports world where it's like um, they'll put up a headline. They'll say the sports world is outraged over this and you click on it and it's a nothing story. It's an opinion piece. Right. So you have to really watch what you do, because when you give the clickbaiters what they want, they're going to continue with these, you know, uh, fake news headlines, basically. And so. Yeah, no, Andrew, the polling has been so off over the last, what, three or four elections. We go through this all the time. People believe the polls, then the polls are wrong, and then they say, well, let's do a forensic examination of why the polls, they just did that. They did it. 
They did it with Hillary and Trump, where the polls up until election day said he was she was winning. He was finished. Right. We had those polls. Um, and then, of course, the last ones, which showed well, also the polls, you know, that uh, that were totally up in the air all over the place with Trump and Biden. We don't know. Then we had the polls that showed that Bernie Sanders couldn't lose, that he was ahead of Biden by 800,000 points. He lost. Then there was the last election, which showed this huge Republican wave has never happened. So the polls have been off in so many different ways, right? So many different ways. Um, but would you write BuzzFeed and the like really uh, refined click? Yeah, well, BuzzFeed's one of the best or worst at the clickbait thing. I've noticed. So I don't click on I don't click on BuzzFeed. I don't click on like um, Politico. I don't click on a, a lot of them. I just don't click on them. And if I if I see a lot of them, a lot of them have these ri- ridiculous names like, you know, goldenstreams.com. It's like, what is that? These, these fly by night, quote unquote, news agencies that aren't even real. Right. So you have to watch that that whole thing. Because they try to fool people. They try to fool gullible people, you know. Um, so I've said this a million times before. I'm going to get into COVID again. Did you think I was going to have to talk about COVID as we go into, we're basically in 2024. In a blink of an eye, it'll be 2024. And we're still talking about COVID. But of course, this is what they want. And I'll talk about that in a second. Because the branch COVIDians are back in full force, including, including as we speak about it, clickbait headlines when it comes to COVID, right? A lot of a lot of clickbait headlines out there. So, but before that, you know, I just read that there are going to be, uh, let's see. Oh, here it is. These are the court dates. So once again, I've said this a million times. I've said, whether you believe Trump is guilty or not, whether you believe he's totally innocent totally guilty or mixed mix of the both of the two, a little bit of guilty, some charges guilty, some charges, you know, too far. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He has been indicted four times. There might be a fifth one. We don't know over a hundred charges, which means he's going to be in court a lot. So these, in fact, Chris Christie just brought this up. Trump's going to be in court for weeks on end, several days out of every week between now and the primary season and the voting, right? Um, we just learned that the trial for the federal uh, January 6th stuff is going to start on March 4th. You know what that date is? You know the date after March 4th is? Yeah, I know, March 5th. No, I don't mean the exact day. I mean, do you know what that day is? It's a Super Tuesday primary. It's when we also vote here in California as we are now part of Super Tuesday. So Monday, March 4th, the trial is going to start. <laughs> So Trump has to be in court, okay? Uh, that's going to start the trial. Now, I don't know if that means that all of the jury picking comes before that or if that's the day that that whole process starts. Either way, at least that day, if not weeks before, Trump's going to have to be in that courtroom, okay? So the day before Super Tuesday, that trial is going to start in the federal election interference case, all right? So understand that. But there's stuff to come even before that, right? September 6th, the arraignment for Trump in Georgia. Then September 27th, we have the second GOP debate. October 2nd is the start of the civil trial in Letitia James's $250 million lawsuit, 
okay, against him. Then October 23rd, there's the trial date proposed by Fulton County DA Fannie Willis in the Georgia election interference case. I'd be shocked if it started that early. You know, usually they negotiate. You know, the prosecution wants in two months, Trump's team wants 20 years from now, and they come to some sort of negotiation. And uh, so, but right now, uh, Fannie Willis, the DA, proposed October 23rd of this year, less than two months from now, to start the, uh, let's just say, let's, let's, let's just say, let's say it doesn't, let's say it starts, uh, let's say the judge gives Fannie Willis what she wants, doesn't take Trump's team into consideration, probably not going to happen, but let's say it does. And she says, okay, October 23rd is, a, is good. It gives him enough time to get his defense together. He could easily be convicted well before January, right? So he could be a convict before the voting even starts. Now, maybe she'll set the date as November 15th or December 15th. He can still be a convict before the first voting starts in mid-January in Iowa, January 15th, the Iowa caucus, right? Okay, so there's that. January 15th is the start of the same day as the Iowa caucus is the start of the civil trial in writer E. Jean Carroll's defamation suit against Trump. All right. These aren't criminal. These are civil. Then the 15th, the Iowa caucus, February 27th, the Michigan Republican primary, March 4th. There you go with the federal election case start, March 5th, Super Tuesday, March 25th, the start of the criminal trial in Alvin Bragg's case, accusing Trump of, remember that? That was the first one, right? Falsifying business records in order to conceal a hush money payment to adult film star uh, Stormy Daniels. So that's going to start uh, March 25th, right? That'll start two weeks after Super Tuesday, okay? Still in the middle of the primary season. Then as we get towards the end of the primary season, like May 14th, is the pretrial hearing in that classified documents case in Florida, right? Then May 20th is the start of the trial in the classified documents case. So every trial is either going to start before or during the primary process, right? Then July 15th to the 18th is the uh, RNC. Now, by the time the RNC comes, Trump can be convicted four times. Trump can be convicted on, you know, 70 charges by the RNC. Just understand that, okay? Then, of course, November 5 is uh, Election Day. Look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you think of these cases. The fact of the matter is this man cannot be the nominee. This man is not going to become president. A new poll just came out which showed that half of the country wants him to drop out. Understand that. Before he's convicted, half of the country wants him out of the race, doesn't think he should be running at all. This is not like half the people say they're going to vote for him or half the people say they can consider voting for him. Half the people just want him out. They don't want him to run at all, okay, before any convictions whatsoever. Imagine what will happen after convictions. Well, we know. A poll showed that half of the Trump supporters, the cult, say he they won't vote for him if a jury decides he's guilty, if an actual jury, not a grand jury, an actual jury. Decides. So, look, the numbers are just absolutely confounding. Two thirds of Amer of independents say they won't vote for him. Two out of every three independents say they won't vote for him. Overall, six out of ten Americans have said they won't vote for him. Before. 
even one conviction on one charge. He cannot win. It's absolute insanity. You have to be an insane person. I don't know how many times I have to say this to think this guy can win a general election. He can't. He can't. And he's not going to be president from jail. Don't be a fucking whack out. Okay. He's not going to be fucking president from prison for the rest of his life. Okay. Or for four years. That's not going to happen. Okay. Once again, you have to be a truly sick person to believe he can do that or that will happen. He's not going to be elected anyway. So he's not going to be president from jail. What he might be doing is running for president from jail and he'll lose in an epic landslide. He won't even win one fucking state. So it's ridiculous to think this guy can win. He can't. So the fact of the matter is he shouldn't be running. If he cared about the Republican Party, he knows he can't win. People around him know he can't win. His advisors know he wins. His lawyers know he can't win. Believe me, all of his lawyers wish he would just concentrate on saving his life from imprisonment for the rest of his life. But he doesn't care because it's about Donald Trump's ego and also money, right? Probably even money, even more than ego, right? Because he needs the money for his defense fund. So if he drops out, he doesn't have that money coming in for his defense fund. Although I would argue, I would totally argue that Trump could drop out tomorrow, put up a GoFundMe and make just as much more money. Even you know what? He might even, <clears throat> he might even raise more money for his defense fund with a GoFundMe if he drops out, because there are people who will say, OK, you did the right thing and dropped out for the party in the country. I'm going to give you money now. People may be withholding money because they want him out. And then once he drops out, they'll say, OK, you know what? I think you're innocent, though. I'm going to help you. So. I've said many times that he needs to run to make the money, but maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. I think it's a good argument that he would still make money with a GoFundMe account if he drops out. Millions and millions of dollars for his defense fund. But this way he can kind of disguise it. We all know that. We all know that his campaign fund is going to his defense, but he can say he's not I'm not raising money for my defense fund. I'm campaigning. It's my campaign. Well, he's not spending one dollar on. He's not running one ad. He's not doing any campaigning. He stopped doing big rallies. He's not spending one dollar on his campaign. He's spending it all on his defense fund, disguising it as a as a, you know campaign financing. So that's probably what he wants. So he wants to keep that ruse going. You know that he's not taking charity for his defense fund. This is a campaign. Yeah, right. Okay, so look at all those dates. It's just it's just crazy. It's absolutely insane. And anybody who really, you know, once again, I can't believe there's anybody out there that takes him into a room and beats the living shit. No, no. And it says to him, I'm talking about what I fantasized about, um, says to him, Donald, this is fucking serious, man. Drop out. I wouldn't recommend someone do an ordinary job and also try to defend themselves, let alone run for president and try to defend yourself. Drop out and let's concentrate on beating this stuff. But the problem is, I think his lawyers know he's guilty. I really do. Because this whole idea of putting off these trials as long as possible, come on. If you're innocent, if he thinks he's innocent, why would he want to clear himself of all these charges and then proclaim his innocence? Proclaim how innocent he was and how the jury saw the truth. And now I'm a stronger presidential candidate, right? Because I 
I proved I was railroaded. All the juries, all of them, four different juries, said I'm innocent on all charges. Why wouldn't he want that? Wouldn't that be less election? Doesn't he want to get the so-called election interference off his back? Of course, of course, an innocent person would want to get these innocent verdicts out there before the voting starts. But he doesn't want to do that because he knows he's guilty. And one conviction fucks him up as far as the election goes. He has also seen that polls that say half of his supporters will go to DeSantis or somebody else if he's convicted on anything. So that's the game they're playing, trying to, um, you know, postpone this stuff as, uh, as much as possible. You know, uh, Andrew, you're on in Let's Be Heard. How's it going? Hi, Mike. I'm all right. How are you? No, good. Pretty good. For uh, living in the hellhole, as you say, right? Oh, God. Yeah. You know, uh, it's getting it's getting worse here. Well, hellhole what? Country or San Francisco? Well, oh, I was referring to San Francisco, but Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. What you I know, I, I you on it. I haven't been there. I take yeah, I now. I put up a tweet the other day saying the whole country is a hellhole because I feel like I'm <laughs> surrounded by the nutty Trump supporters and the nutty left co- I've got I got branch covidians on the left and the Trump cult on the right and neither want to go away. I, I, I'm, I know that through time, both will go away eventually, but they're both hanging on, making my life as miserable as possible. We see the branch Covidians coming back now, you see. You've seen this, right? I try not to pay too much attention to it, honestly, because uh, I feel like it only feeds the uh, you know amount of attention and energy behind it, and it helps me kind of have an attitude that uh, if someone in my life is paranoid or... Uh, hyperbolic about it, you know, I don't even know about it. It's not even something I need to uh, pretend to be worried about generally. I, mean, I, I, You hear things in the news every now and then. There's a new strain. They've identified six victims of a strain, and, you know. I just don't even care, like you said, with clickbait, you know. I just, what does that mean, six victims of a strain? <laughs> well, you know, they're like, there's a new strain. They couldn't even isolate yeah, they couldn't even isolate the original COVID virus. COVID virus. Well, you know, if it's going to be around like a flu, like uh, not to compare it to a flu, because I do think COVID is different in that it does some odd things with the brain. I mean, you know, the flu doesn't make people lose their sense of smell and taste generally completely. There's there's some weird stuff that goes on with COVID, and I wouldn't want it if uh, I could avoid getting it, right? But um, the idea is that it's just going to be around. Like, I'm pretty okay. sure the consensus, even among the official dumb, right, that used yeah. to insist that we it, remember this is a vaccinated. Uh, sorry, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, said Biden and all of the health officials that basically their point was that if if only everyone would be vaccinated or we could hit some threshold number, this would be over. And they even they admit that's not the case now because it permeates through the vaccine and you can. Right. get it and spread it so this the the, the logic there but you know it, it leads to understanding that this is as be i've said forever, before on the right? show every year we're going to have the covid season and there's going to yeah, be a different strain every right. year just like there is with the flu so why are we reporting on six people in michigan i don't even read it right because they want the hysteria i understand that exactly and, and for different reasons this big pharma wants it to sell the vaccine the media wants it for clicks i get it of course but the fact matters, as I've said on this show many times, there's been no real punishment handed out to any of these people 
who have lied there's about been bonuses. There's been right, bonuses. there's been bonuses. So they're going to continue to do this once again. You need to slap them. You need to punch them. You need to punish them. You need to. We need to show they've been punished. We need to make them fear talking about this constantly, but they don't, or lying about it constantly. But they're not concerned because they're out there. They've not yeah. been punished. They've not been reprimanded. They haven't been charged. Nothing's happened to them. So why not do it every year for the rest of their lives? Well, you know, the thing is, uh, there's no organ of the institution of government that's going to dole out that punishment. It's not going to be Congress. It doesn't not matter until, if Ron DeSantis is not until, Well, I disagree. I think if there's a President DeSantis or a President RFK Jr., things that could change. Both have said, they've been asked directly in interviews, would you prosecute? Would you prosecute Fauci? Would you prosecute right, people? But- so what are they going to get an AG and then tell them to prosecute and find a crime? You know, this is the thing. It's like, uh, well, there were crimes. Politicized. Of course yeah. there were crimes, but yeah. that's not how it's going to look. If you run out, my point is, I just don't think that the president can actually prosecute. They can appoint an attorney general. Well, that's right? what I mean. They, this is... So we can appoint someone who says they're going to go after COVID crimes. Okay. So there's going to be an attorney general that goes after the multi-billion dollar pharmaceutical companies and the Congress, people that were involved with it in Congress, making money off of trades. I don't believe it. I mean, it's a uh, theoretical possibility in the same way that the theoretical possibility that Congress could just make laws that would have clearly made what happened very illegal in terms of, you know, you can't lock people down Yeah, laws. No, forget mm-hmm. about the vaccine. I don't believe any of this is going to happen, just personally. But the the accountability, <laughs> I don't think it's it's coming. I know you have optimism, but uh, well, I have I, I have a, some kind of hope. Yeah, I got a certain kind of optimism. I wouldn't call it. I'm not like 100 percent sure of anything anymore. I wouldn't describe but, you as cheery about. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I, well, all I'm saying is that they've been those two have been asked, and those two have said in the affirmative that they would instruct their Department of Justice to do this, to investigate it, to see if if there are criminal charges that can stick and be prosecuted successfully. And that is exactly what the Department of Justice has done with Trump, right? And it's what Trump promised to do with Hillary and never did. Right. Well, (laughs) the thing is, I was actually calling to talk to you about Trump and these uh, the schedule that they has been laid out by all these different Mm -hmm. – yeah, I mean, it is crazy, and uh, I don't support Trump, but I think even non-Trump supporters will raise an eyebrow at this, right? I mean, is this not, you know, you can say mess with the bull, you get the horns, right? Trump tried to overthrow the system, now the system's doing him dirty, and it's like this is uh, street warfare, this is how it goes type thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still think that a lot of people are going to see this as election interference in some way or another, not well, but you can, if he, if he would stop running, this... wait a minute, wait a minute. If the, if the <laughs> yeah, guy well, would uh, stop running for president, it wouldn't be, it's only right. quote unquote, he keeps fucking running all the yeah, time. But that's so the you, problem, what does this mean? They, they can't ever. No, you there? I think, yeah, Andrew. I, I'm here. Sorry. Am I breaking up? No, what am I, what I'm saying is if, 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 if it's believed they, they convict, he, that he committed crimes, at some point, they have to prosecute the guy. Right. So it's the timing. What do you, right? It's the timing. 
where no, but there's no good timing. If they had well, done this four years ago, it would have been election appearance then. They had what? a lot of time. They had a lot of time to prosecute for the stuff that happened in the election of 2020. At this point, no, but I think that, that uh, no, no. They they, claim, the Andrew, I'm going to have to say no to that. I wish this had all started two years ago, so he could have been most likely convicted and wouldn't run for fucking president. But in other words. He's able now to drag this out past the primary and win the primary. I don't think he will, but that's his idea. That's what he wants. Look, his side, he, this, his side wanted this to be pushed off to 2026 in the middle of his second right. presidency. It's ridiculous. They want to push it off as long as possible to give him the best chance to win. Especially yeah, the they don't primary. want it to happen at all, right? They, right. Uh, but what I'm saying is not happen, but they these like things take – I'm reading now, Andrew – in the in the January sixth federal case, there were twelve point eight million documents of discovery. The prosecution has now shared twelve point eight million. I'm no legal expert. Sounds like a lot of documents of discovery to me. So the Georgia time. thing is not as complicated as January sixth. You're talking about a lot of people involved with January sixth. Each person has probably hundreds of documents involved with each individual person that was well, no this is the no no the this is the federal talking, case this is this oh, is just the trump. federal case this, this is, is just trump just okay. trump he's the only defendant four counts four criminal charges 13 million documents that takes years so and years think to put the timing together. is just serendipity in the sense that they couldn't charge him before because they didn't have they weren't prepared right then they got it in line just in time for the election and they can't delay it. I got to tell you, I think a lot of these people are smart people and they thought like many normal people think, which is that this guy lost to Biden, right? He's got all uh -huh. the stuff going on hanging over his head that he simply wasn't going to run for president again and he'd endorse he'd be a kingmaker. He would try to he would endorse Vivek or DeSantis or somebody and not run. But he's not a normal person. A normal person doesn't even do a fucking janitorial job if they have all these problems legally they have to focus on this stuff it's his choice to run they for president. Never it's, seen it, it's a privilege to run for president he's not owed that no of course not yeah but, so the fact yeah, of the matter I'm, is i'm i'm wondering if this is something that's going to bubble over into a more long-term issue with uh trump supporters and but if he's so innocent other. why isn't he saying I well, no, you don't understand. I don't, he, I don't think he is innocent. I don't think. Well, that's innocent. what I'm saying. Of course, he's not. But if he was innocent, he would say, "Let's let's do all these tomorrow. Let's do these trials now. Let's get them over with." I want I want to show everybody how innocent I am before the first vote is cast, and that'll make me a stronger candidate because I've beaten all these sons of bitches. Why isn't he saying that? You know, he's not. In other words, uh, Trump's Trump team needs to come up with some lies. Yeah, well, Trump's team could agree with the prosecutors and get everything done before January, before the end of the year. And therefore, there'd be no election interference because he's innocent, isn't he? So the fact of the matter is he wants this election interference. It's fueling him. It's making his cult want to vote for him even more. So it's bullshit that this election interference thing, you know, it's, it's almost like, you know, when they say oh, it's too soon to talk about this. Well, at some point, you got to talk about it. So at some point mm -hmm. they do this. Should they have waited till he was eighty-seven or till he dies? I mean, the guy's already on the on you know the 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 verge of going. 
So you have to do it at some point. You know, you have to get it going at some point. But it's his choice to run for president. This is the same guy that the intelligence community made up the lie that he's a Russian agent. So I think that there's a mm, lot of Americans mm, mm. that are going to believe. That's bad. I have said that. That has hurt. I'm not, and again, I'm just trying to say what the perspective of, because I'm not one of them. But I do think there are a lot of real, I know there are a lot of Trump people well, that are riled up about this. And uh, look thinking that it's some kind of provocation and I but the, yeah but you know what I, I do think they want Trump people yeah. to be violent because I do think well, they want them to pussies. they're pussies the they, they can't even Muslim. take they're not violent they can't even take pushback on the internet <laughs> they cry when you when you go after them on the internet they cry they can say as many horrible things about you and about Ron DeSantis and his family and the the jeans he wears his name the way he says his name they can say Trump and his supporters can say as many awful things as they want but if you push back at all they start crying foul they're not come on they're pussies man yeah, they're they very are. fragile i know but they uh, are they're incred- they're snowflakes they're total the snowflakes way. Yeah. They're total snowflakes. You know, I, 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 many of them are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put uh, something on <laughs> Twitter on Friday. I said, you know, this Trump cult, I hope it ends the way Jonestown does. That's my hope and dream. <laughs> and some guy says, oh, this is not going to win Ron DeSantis any votes. No, no. But what's going to win Trump votes is him screaming in all caps at three in the morning to the judges and acting like an insane lunatic and him going after Ron DeSantis and saying that Charlie Crist and Cuomo are better governors. That's going to win votes. That's how insane they these people are. Like they can say whatever outrageous things they want. Trump himself can say whatever nut job things he wants. But you say one thing that hits them in the balls and they cry about it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's a hero <laughs> worship kind of mentality is what it is. is well, uh, it's, know, it's it's worse than it hero people, worship. It's kind it's of worse delusional. Than, yeah, it's worse than hero worship. It's almost like religious. It's like Jesus. Yeah, well, yeah. It, yeah it, that makes um, it scarier, right? I, but, I do think that despite the, what you said being true, in the same way that certain intelligence services – would like to entrap, uh, you know, legally retarded Muslims. Like, and I don't say that as a prerogative. I mean, like, legally, medically retarded Muslims in America yeah. to plant bombs. And then this person says, oh, I have to ask my mom, right? <laughs> and he goes through <laughs> with it and they arrest him, right? Yeah. There are some retarded, legally, medically retarded Trump supporters, as I'm sure you're aware. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't think there was a bigger gift to the security state about then January 6th. And I just, you know, with all these court dates lining up with like Super Tuesday and things like that, I do think that there's going to be some kind of civil disobedience. And I just hope it stays peaceful because um, I think that the worst possible thing that could happen is that there's some kind of violence revolving around the court dates or the, you know, the timing or whatever, and that it's a Trump person. And I think that will... I think America's kind of at the doorstep of a new era that could really be unleashed of uh, taking the war on terror to, you know, from overseas to America, right? And now we're hunting extremists. Well, I yeah, one I, but I think, look, I, I think if there's any kind of violence or anything that comes from it like that, I think it's going to be very minor. I, I, I think sure it'll be yeah, I hope outliers, so. people doing stupid things. I don't think it's going to be any kind of – look, I don't think these people are – 
are organized enough, you know, where they can get together and do anything. Or, or as they would. Well, judging by January 6th, they're not very organized, you know. No, no. Judging I mean, by they January, just kind of riot. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's not. Yeah, obviously not. You know, and uh, if, the, if the Capitol Police were better prepared for that, that shouldn't have happened at all. But yeah, they won't. Well. We all know about that. But I, I think the fact of the matter is that I think they have a very, very, very loud minority. They're a very loud mm-hmm. minority. Remember, his ceiling is about 30%, and only about 7% of, of GOP primary voters are on social media. So it's they have a very warped view of their cult. They believe yeah. it's like the majority of America. And it's obviously, we, that's, that's insane. And that's what's going to happen, man. Come Iowa, DeSantis is going to win. And these people are going to be flabbergasted. Now, do you think we'll, do you think he'll really pardon Trump, or was that just to get the Trump vote when he raised his hand and said he would pardon Trump at the debate? Well, I think I think what will happen is what Mike Pence said, where it'll be it'll have to be looked at at that time. And with any pardon, like Mike Pence said, with any pardon he gave as governor of Indiana, came contrition, contrition. Yeah. Well, Trump no will never Trump, be huh? right. Trump will never be contrite. Right. So that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. I think any president, whether it's RFK Jr. or 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 Biden or uh, or DeSantis or 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 uh, Pence will want him to admit what he did was wrong and very hurtful. And he'll never yeah, do that. Seems likely. That yeah, seems he'll, very likely. he'll never do that. But so the question is, you know, will they give him a pass on that? According to Mike Pence, he wouldn't. But, uh, you know, well, look, didn't he say he would partner him or did he no, say no, no, different? Nope. 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 I thought he raised nope. his hand and said No, uh, no, that raised hand thing is so fucking stupid. Were they in kindergarten? They have to stop yeah, that it's shit. Because it, it's it's more than just raise your hand or not and Mike it's Pence showed that. It's made for TV, that. right? Made right. It's TV, like right? that's why DeSantis was like, do I raise my hand do I not? He said it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's more complicated than either raising your hand. Yeah, of or, course. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. So that's you know, that's that's the whole. and when they asked that ridiculous question, raise your hand. If you're going to support Donald Didn't Trump, Vivek raised both. Did Vivek yeah, well, raise his feet, feet as well? Come on, please. Yeah, he, he raised his feet and his <laughs> dick also, if he could. But for Trump, he probably does every night in bed. But anyway, I digress. But DeSantis said, you know, when you ask a question like that of eight people, when Trump was a pussy and didn't show up, and you say, raise your hand if you're going to support him if he's a nominee, DeSant- in DeSantis's mind, he's thinking. He's not going to be the nominee. I am. So if you raise your hand, it's almost like you're saying I'm a submissive to him and he's probably going to win anyway. And so that's what is that what is that what Fox was assuming that he's probably going to win and all these candidates are going to admit that he's probably going to win. So that's why DeSantis didn't want to raise his hand. The, the answer for DeSantis is yes, if he happens to be the nominee, but I'm going to be the nominee, you see. So that's funny because Trump doesn't endorse any of them if they win. He's not going to Right, of course. That that should have been the point. He has already not raised his hand by not signing that agreement, right? Right. He's already not raised his hand. That should be the that should be the point there. (laughs) He he's not going to support anybody but himself. So once again, making if Trump wants the debate to be about him. He needs to go on that stage and debate, right? I don't think he should even be mentioned. Look, put it this way. 
if Vivek didn't show up or if uh, Christie didn't qualify, they wouldn't talk about those people at all. If DeSantis wasn't on that stage, they wouldn't mention his fucking name. So why are we mentioning Trump's name? Make him fucking debate if he wants to be mentioned, if he wants to be the fucking star. All right? He'll be, if you, you know, they go by the polling, even though it's bullshit. So he'll be center stage. He'll be right in the middle. He still doesn't want to do it because he's afraid. Because of what Christie did to Vivek is what Christie would have done to him. So Vivek took Trump's incoming that would have been directed at him. That's why Trump didn't show up. Yeah, there's so. no reason to if, you're, if you've got Vivek there for you. Oh, you know what that reminds I mean, me of? That reminds me of like a bully who's like sets up a fight. And then the day of the fight, he gets sick and has a surrogate. <laughs> His surrogate bully. Step in for him because he's totally full of shit and afraid. That's what Trump is. He's like a fake bully. His reasoning wasn't clear either on his rambling interview with Tucker Carlson. He he said how much he would have liked to do it, but he just didn't feel it was appropriate because they're not polling high enough. And I'm thinking, that's the <laughs> no, position but... you were in when you came your, down your golden elevator. Exactly. In 2015. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, Ted Cruz. Support Bernie. Bernie yeah. was pulling at nothing. Jeb Bush, I mean. Jeb Bush could have said the same thing. Hillary Clinton could have said the mm-hmm. same thing. Right? The same yeah, thing. Yeah. We're, we're polling too well. Why would why would Hillary why debate him when you're two weeks ahead before the election and you're ahead? Why, why bother? Because everyone does. And he trusts. He would have been better off saying, I'm still president, that's why. <laughs> I mean, literally, yeah. it's a more honest answer in his mind. He thinks he is still president. The real so honest I'm answer I'm not going to debate. The real honest answer is I'm full of shit, but my cult will believe anything I say. So I say it. <laughs> I'm not going to hurt myself with my cult by not debating, even though I've called everyone else who doesn't debate a wimp and a pussy. That doesn't apply to me. It doesn't apply to me because whatever I say, my cult will believe. Any excuse I give, my cult will say, yes, Jesus, you're right. He knows that. He knows that. Right. Yeah. So, well, he said it himself. He could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, right? And he, absolutely. Support, literally. So. Not figuratively. Um, literally. Yeah. He could. Literally. Yeah. So, yeah, he could. Last you question know. for me, so I don't bother you too much. But, no, you don't, you you don't know, bother, Andrew. Go ahead. I enjoy talking to you, Mike. It's good. Yeah. good discussion. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. The odds he drops out. Uh, 50-50, over under. Uh, here's my opinion. I have said he would drop out before Iowa. And I stick with that because what will happen is uh, either the polls will have no choice but to reflect the fact that the Santos is gaining or the internal polls will tell him that the Santos is going to win Iowa. And there's no way he's going to allow DeSantis to win Iowa with him in the race. So mm. when he finds out, and I don't know when that's going to be, I don't know when the realization is going to come that DeSantis is going to take Iowa and probably New Hampshire. I don't know if it's going to come in October, November, December, January 8th. I don't know. But whenever the realization comes that he will lose Iowa, he will drop out and, of course, blame everything else, right? He'll blame the Democrats. He'll blame the Republican Party. He'll blame Biden. He'll blame election interference. He'll blame all that stuff, right? But he's going to drop out Mm. because he – Look, it's the same reason he's not debating. He doesn't want to lose face in front of 14 million people. If he, if he debates, probably 20 million people watching. He's not going to want to lose face by losing Iowa 
to Ron DeSantis. It was different in 2016 when, when he was a nobody and wasn't expected to win and Ted Cruz won Iowa. He didn't care about that. He just went on and won the others. But he can't lose Iowa. He can't. He can't. He's so he's going to pull a, pull a Kamala yeah. Harris and get he's out. He's been telling everyone for months now. He's a million points ahead in Iowa, doesn't got a debate, million points ahead. He cannot lose the first voting. So when uh -huh. he realizes he's losing, he drops out. And when he drops out, you'll know that's when he realized that he wasn't going to win Iowa. So I'm going to stick with my prediction. He'll drop out before January 15th. That's what I, I can see, you know, I was having a hard time finding any scenario where I could see him dropping out. But if he was going to get beaten badly, I could maybe see it. I just see him as a uh, stubborn, you know, very mm. uh, obviously egomaniac. Um, there's nothing he can do to prove himself. I, I think he honestly, you know, you, you ask why do people run for president, right? Why do why do people want power? Why do what what who's paying them to be on? The, in the seats or whatever. I really think Trump is internally motivated to put it in the most kind way possible, right? I think he is a person that it's it's internal motivation and in that everyone it's external motivation in a way because he wants everyone to like him. He wants to prove himself that he's so great. But it's this uh he he, he losing in Iowa badly would, you know, if if he dropped out, I don't know. It, it's so hard for me to see. He would really have to be, but he's not going to drop out because he's going to lose. Right, but he's not going to drop out because he's going to lose Iowa. He's, he'll make some other excuse. Right. Yeah. And, and no, second place by one point to Ron DeSantis is is a loss for Donald Trump. Second sure place is, is first yeah. loser. He's a loser. He can't afford that. He can't. Well, it's not that long. We'll, we'll have to wait to see. And he, like you no, said, that, that's convicted. my. So I, I think I think Ron DeSantis is going to destroy him in Iowa. And I think when Trump comes to that realization, he'll drop out. So I can't give you an exact date that'll happen, uh -huh, but it'll right. be before January 15th. That's a more uh, solid prediction than a lot of people give on things. So yeah. yeah, we're not you know, casting our lives on these statements, but it is right. interesting. And you know what'll happen. Then DeSantis will win Iowa, but Trump can then say, I would have want it. I would have want it. If I stayed in, he's lucky. Come on, you can see that happening, right? You can see that tweet at four in the morning in all caps. If I stay, to San, to Sanctimonious is lucky. I let him win. That's what he'll say. We know it. Yeah, I'm torn between. Will he drop out or will he just accuse the GOP of rigging the election? Because he oh. could always go that route. Uh, he could go that route, but I don't think he wants to lose again. I don't think he wants to be True. seen as a loser again. And that's like going backwards, right? It's like it's like uh, losing the World Series and the next year losing the series before that. He yeah, to do... be seen in decline is not something he exactly. wants. Exactly. I think his personal energy might just not be there, too. It seems like he's on that Tucker interview. It, I was wondering, you know, he always seemed to have an edge in debates and stuff because he was juxtaposed. Whoever liked him liked him in juxtaposition to the official establishment, right? And they're bureaucratic you know ways they're t talking points they're blah 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 when when trump's in a room with tucker for 45 minutes he's rambling and not making sense and you know saying stuff is just a stream of conscious uh, well i i didn't watch it because it's to me it's always the same thing i've watched a million of his interviews and he never says anything different it's all he lies. spent like a paragraph I and a half talking about if there are seven wonders of the world or 
and that the guy that said that there were seven should have stuck with nine. It's just like, it, this is, you're running for president? Yeah, it, exactly. And it's like, if you're in a debate, be calling someone, you know, fathead or something, and at least you'd be yeah. getting headlines. But now you're just sitting here with Tucker. It, it, it does seem like he, I thought this in his announcement speech that he had lost an edge. And I yeah. haven't really seen it come back other than in opposition to the, <laughs> Biden attacking him legally. But that's, you know, personal with him. It's not really about this primary. He doesn't seem yeah. to really have interest. Well, the guy who calls everyone else low energy all of a sudden has become Mr. Low Energy, right? Yeah, it's, it's like he thinks he's above the primary. He think I think that's what it might be as well. Because, you know, as much as you might try to make logic of what this guy is doing or says or whatever – I think a lot of it is just ego-driven nonsense. And yeah, so, but like, the hypocrisy is he and his supporters were criticizing Hillary and her supporters for feeling she was above the election, right? It was her time. Who the hell is this nobody? Oh, no, yeah, it's, it's not a good quality. <laughs> it's, no, it, but it especially does, after you just you criticized people for that. I mean, he criticized Hillary for feeling she was inevitable, right, which is mm, exactly right. what it's he's doing now. so true. Exactly. He criticized Biden for hiding and not debating, which is exactly what he's doing now. He's a gaslighter. He's a hypocrite. Yeah, he can't keep this up. He can't no. keep it up this way. This has no. got to change. Something's got to change for sure. Well, and he just, once again, I don't believe polls, but the polls are saying he took a hit in his favorability um, by not being at that debate. So can he afford to take two hits, three hits, four hits, five hits, six hits before the voting starts? I think he's going to have to debate again if he decides to stay in this thing. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't think he can sit it out like he's, a, you know, already president, like he believes he's going to have to actually, you know, that was part of what made 2015 so entertaining to people that weren't even Republicans, just to see this guy who seemed to be so much more interested in, you know, getting into debates and not debates like, a you know, political debate, but really running away with a, with a, with a campaign. He had a campaign. He was, you know, on a war path, and that's just not what he's doing. Mm -mm. Mm. So it's a qualitatively no. different thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how he's going to – look, I, once again, I think the whole point of what he's doing is not to win because he knows he can't win again. The point is to continue to making money for his defense fund, right? He, make, he does that mugshot, and he makes 3 or $4 million for his defense fund, right? So it's like – He's just doing this to continue to keep the grift going for as long as possible, you know, and he'd like that. to keep the grift going to November of next year. So that's his whole point. And remember, he when he's not going to win the primary, but if he did and he lose the general election to Biden by 20 million votes and, you know, you know, 30, what, 48 states to two, whatever it may be. So what? He doesn't care. He doesn't want to be president again anyway. He doesn't have the energy for it. He I was get, wondering that. Yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't get hurt by he doesn't get hurt. Millionaires and billionaires don't get hurt by a Joe Biden presidency, another Joe Biden president. We do. So he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care if the Republican Party is decimated next year. Doesn't give a shit. It's all about him. It, That's all. You know, it is it is interesting though to me to even just entertain the idea that he does win not only the primary but the general and becomes president in a country where he just lost a, a race he said was rigged, now won one, and apparently, I'm assuming he won't well, no, say that one's Andrew, rigged. it's only and rigged then, when he loses. 
and then there's a president that only accepts <laughs> the conditions of victory that has now taken the presidency. Well, and the hypocrisies <laughs> are there are so many there's so many hypocrisies world. and contradictions yeah. within. It's like, uh-huh. wait a minute, but what have you done to ensure the rigging doesn't happen again? Why would you go That's through nothing. that all over again? Why are you running in a rigged system? Well, that's, you know, that's day one. That's the obvious question when he's announcing his campaign. Oh, this time we're ready. It's like, okay, so how are you ready? You know, if you had asked back before the 2019 election, will the Democrats cheat? They would have said yes. Um, of course they'd say the Democrats are going to cheat. We're ready for, yeah. we're ready for that. There, were, there are know. two things. There are two things he could have done to be more ready last time. One is not sign the CARES Act, which allowed that mail-in ballot stuff and then on top right. of that you sign that and then you tell your people not, not to take to... advantage of it yeah, don't mail in vote yeah yeah so oh, my man. feeling is if he it's no guarantee but if he had pushed mail-in voting and the republicans had pushed ballot harvesting and mail-in voting oh, well, ballot the harvesting would have done it alone he could have he could have won it was a couple ten thousand votes in a couple states yeah. You know what I mean? That's all it was. And that's right. literally, you know, how many uh, ballots can you fit in a fucking bag? Yep. Couple, it, you don't need that many ballot harvesters to make that up. Right. So, look, so, the election loss. Definitely could have been done. Just like, look, just like the election loss in 2016 is on Hillary for not campaigning enough. The election loss in 2020 is on Trump. It's his fault he lost, period. But he can never lose, right? Once again, if he loses, it's rigged. If he wins, it's not rigged. That's the world he and his cultists live in. You know, we live in an absolutely insane world. And if you had told the versions of ourselves from 10 years ago yeah. where we would be now, yeah, um, you would not be able to convince anyone. You'd, just, you'd be locked into a mental psychiatry ward right? and, uh, you know, yeah. given drugs. But <laughs> the, the establishment... The Democrats hated him in 2016. They wanted Hillary to win. Republicans wanted Hillary to win. Why didn't they rig it then? Right. No, they, why, isn't they didn't this, think of it why isn't this simple question ever brought up to, not that it would matter, they live in their own world, but ever brought up to him or his cult? Why didn't they make you lose the first time? That time I could see maybe they thought he'd be an underdog. He can't possibly perform well enough. I know a lot of people thought that way, including obviously Hillary Clinton, which is why she elevated him in the Pied Piper strategy in the first place. Yeah, but they but, did see, even though the, the, the polls were giving her the edge, they saw as that campaign went along that it wasn't oh, going to yeah. be it's, a slam dunk. It wasn't dunk. fake. Right. It wasn't going to be a slam dunk. Yeah. I, only so. Hillary Clinton's arrogance prevented her from becoming president. She sure. didn't even go to Wisconsin. My father right. doesn't do anything politically ever. He barely votes. He went to Wisconsin to door knock for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that. You, that's such an insane level of commitment from someone that never has done anything politically other than cast a vote, and mm-hmm. she can't bother going there. So that's the kind of arrogance that lets you get beat by Donald Trump. But now it's it's just such a crazy world. I could see the you know I could see a, I wouldn't be that surprised if he ended up being president again. Because, no. you know, we, you, you, your logical arguments are pleasing to my brain, but we don't live. No, he, doesn't, he just logical. doesn't have the votes. The independents no. are not going to vote for him. 
They they didn't vote for him last time. Independents don't get turned on by mugshots. His cult. I think COVID COVID really hurt him last time though because he fucked that up so bad and everyone was panicking. And then we saw this old Biden. Oh, let's return to normal. I want off the crazy train. Except we didn't get off the crazy train. People didn't realize that's not an option. You're just voting for Biden to be the conductor. COVID. And so he was Operation COVID. Warp Speed. He still pushes that vaccine. So yeah, it doesn't... he fucked up COVID bad. Is what I'm saying. And maybe people uh, that now that there's not a literal like people thought that there was you know an existential crisis that was like a actual threat to humanity. Yeah. <laughs> like some kind of sci-fi movie, it, the, the, the level of panic that was going on for over a year and a half, really, but yeah. especially in the first six months, mm-hmm. it's unlike anything anyone's ever experienced. Right. I, I think that's living. Maybe some World War II veterans are around, yeah. but I think that that yeah, set no, he conditions yeah. set him up to really lose. Yeah, I, I would be surprised. There are some very deep red estates that he might win if he was in the general election, Mississippi, Alabama, those states maybe. But other than those states, he'd lose every swing state, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, all those are out the window if he's the nominee. He'd have no shot in any of those states where the, where the middle decides those states, not gonna happen. So it would be, you know, kind of a Biden of all people would have like a Reagan 1984 kind of win. And that's all we need. Imagine Biden and the Democrats being that emboldened, right? Yeah. Being told, it can't be that. It can't well, be but think Biden about that. Trump. Think it about think that's about the de- Yeah, think about Biden and the Democrats being so emboldened going into 2025. And then there's another COVID wave. And everyone has t- said, we want you people in charge. You did the right thing. They will infer that, right? That they would have punished us if they thought we did the wrong thing, but they didn't. So we can do it all over again, all over again. Something tells me they're going to try it regardless of. uh... (laughs) Or with climate change, right? Climate change lockdowns and and mandates and such. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they'll go in that direction. So it's a it's a it's a very important election. Biden is incredibly vulnerable. Anyone can beat him except for Trump. So that's a problem. They have to get it, get to get him out of the way. And. Once again, I don't care if it's him dropping out or, of course, his cult not being enough to carry him through or some other force of nature. I want him out of the way. Well, we might see that happen by uh, by natural causes or by legal causes. Who knows, right? <laughs> natural causes or legal or electoral. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever may be. I don't care if it's natural, legal or electoral. I want right. him. Out of the way. I don't want. I I've want him been, out of the way. I've been wishing Trump would just, you know, get hit by a meteorite or something for like two or three years because just how central he has become to things and uh, you know everything revolving around him, it, it, the people making decisions and having you know personal mm-hmm. identity that lines up with him. And well, it's all I can so say ridiculous. is this: it's personally, so personally, you know, uh, the Democratic Party fuck themselves as far as i'm concerned during covid and i won't vote for them again because of that but if, if mm-hmm. the republicans decide they are the party of donald trump i'll never vote for them either so it's a good litmus test for the republican party this election is a great litmus test is the trump it really is i think that's what yeah. this is i think this is the battle of 
Trump versus the GOP for real this time. The first time they yeah. got caught with their pants down, whoops. Second time around, they're not going to be so nice. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, the culmination of all of the primaries and all of Trump's court cases and hearings is the Republican National Convention, which could end up being, it could end up being banal and normal and regular, or it could end up being a real shit show. I think it's going to make the 2016-15 DNC look like nothing. If, if there are, you know, it could be that if Trump loses or whatever happens, he's not in the picture for whatever reason, that they just kind of uh, become demoralized and fade out of politics, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that. And in that case, well, the, the GOP just may not win an election again as for presidency because they can't win without Trump supporters. That's just how it is. I mean, there's too many of them. Uh, you want to talk about um, independence that you'd have to win I, I, an let me, let me, let me make independent. It, if you lose 30% of the GOP, right? Well, if we I say 30% Well, Trump's you're not going to, though. Once again, they talk 15 tough. Even. They you talk know, tough. They no, you're not going to lose. <laughs> you're not going to have half Trump supporters not voting or voting for Gavin Newsom or Kamala Harris or Joe Biden. They talk tough. No, they won't as, vote as always, wait a minute, Andrew. They said this in 2016. The Democrats said this in 2016 with the Bernie supporters. They're not going to. They're not going to. Oh my God! They're not going to vote for Hillary. They're not. And 99.9% of them did in 2020. Thank God. But in yeah, 2020, the, right? You didn't. I didn't. But most did. 2020. I didn't. You didn't. But most voted for Biden, even after Bernie got fucked the second time. They still <laughs> stayed with the Democrats. They always uh, say this. They always say, oh, these people aren't going to vote. Oh, no, don't get them too upset. We need them. Enough always vote where it's fine. And plus, yeah, they need a replacement. I've, I've made, wait, let me just something. make this point. Trump, yeah. because he cannot get independence the way DeSantis has and can, needs DeSantis supporters much more than DeSantis needs Trump supporters. Because DeSantis will get a percentage of Democrats not large, but a higher percentage than Trump would get, and he'll get a much, much bigger percentage of independence than Trump would get. So DeSantis could survive with Trump supporters staying home, but there's no way mm, I don't Donald know Trump, that. There's no way Donald Trump would survive with DeSantis supporters staying home. Never. Not going to happen. And by the way, one side's been much nastier as usual <laughs> That's than the mean. other. That's a given, right? I mean, well, well, this is how so you're dealing with Trump. I mean, this is this is a guy that uh, morals are an obstacle to profit. But if you know it. you can't get the middle, you have to make sure you keep every single DeSantis supporter. You have to. Well, I you know, it depends on if they're willing to have a Biden presidency or if they'd be willing to settle for Trump again, even though he's a complete fuck up. Right? It's a situation where you're always in the lesser of two evils. So. It's just a matter of can they paint Biden as a scary socialist that's going to, you know, take your guns and lock you down and fill your house with Mexicans. And if they can do that and Trump's running for president and, you know, somehow well, fucking somehow he becomes the. Uh, no, he can't. I could I can't see him. Uh, <laughs> They're just not going to be people. He's not. He's just there are people out there who simply it doesn't matter. Joe Biden could be the devil incarnate. He could be Mao. Yeah. 
it doesn't matter. They're not going to vote for a. They're not going to vote for a guy who, at very least, has. By the way, by that point, he's going to be convicted. By November of next year, he's yeah, going to have at least, over, right? at least one, if not thirty-seven, convictions. People are not going to vote for him just for that. They're not going to care about politics. They're not going to care about policy. They're simply not going to vote them, yeah. for a felon, right? I don't know. I mean, I, I like I said, I don't really trust polls, but that. I could see a lot of people not voting for him if he was convicted. What the question being, you know, to me, it's 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 not these black and white litmus tests that that determine how people act. It's the relative threat. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if they think that voting for a convicted felon who is clearly being railroaded in some way, or has no, the only contacts, people, no, no, the only people who they feel. that one hundred percent are his cult. Those okay, the only non-cult right. Trump supporters uh-huh. probably understand the history that he's had with uh, what do you want to call it? The deep state, the law. I'm going to read something. Stay on, stay on here. Stay on the phone for a second. I want to read something. Okay. Uh, this is by a guy. Very funny. His Twitter handle is Han Shawnity. <laughs> it's a very funny oh, okay. handle. Okay. He wrote today, Donald Trump knew he was being looked at closely by Democrat DAs, waiting for any slip up so they could prosecute him. And yet he took whatever documents he wanted from the White House, took the advice of a non-lawyer against the advice of his own lawyers, refused to cooperate with the National Archives, lied to them, showed the documents around to his friends and journalists, admitted on tape he didn't declassify them, when on national TV to incriminate himself, attempted to obstruct justice by instructing his employees to illegally destroy footage. After losing the election, he lied to us and said the election was stolen despite knowing full and well it wasn't, called secretaries of state and asked them to find votes for him and implicate a bunch of elderly grandmas in his false elector scheme. This is just a fraction of his deliberate or reckless actions. Trump never saw a rake he wouldn't run to step on. If he didn't care, why should I? I'm sorry, but the guy gets no sympathy from me. He did this all to himself. And I agree with that 130%. He brought all of this on himself. It's like someone. No, I probably agree with that. Yeah, it's like someone who's a criminal, just daring, right? And, and we've seen this from the mafia. <clears throat> they dare. The DA to go after them. They dare the feds, the feds to go after them. And eventually, if they get too big for their britches, they do. So it's just he brings this all on himself. You know, if you know they're coming after you, you don't make it easier for them, buddy. And that's what he does all the time. So I think the choice is then for these non-cult Trump supporters in a world where Trump wins the primary – um, do I want an idiot who got himself convicted, uh, or do I want a person that is, you know, Mao, Biden, whatever you want to call it? Assuming it's even Biden, you know, who knows? This, that's part of the chaos of the situation, right? Is that it could very easily not be Biden, you know? It, well, it's hit, a did you hear my other, my other prediction is that if it's Trump, they'll feel Biden's okay. But if it's DeSantis, they'll call him audible, huh? They're going to noose him. Yep. Newsom. Hmm. Yep. Absolutely. I don't see who else it would be. I mean, they really don't have anyone. They have no one. So 
Uh, it, it, I don't Newsom know is a very deep candidate. He's yeah. young, good looking, speaks well, fools people, gaslights. He's very dangerous. No, I think he's their best shot, but I also don't think, uh, you know, if it's like DeSantis versus uh, Newsom, I think you're going to see a rather low turnout election, maybe uh, higher for Republicans, but. I don't see a lot of Democrats getting jazzed up for Gavin Newsom, especially in the era of identity politics. They have, you know, the Hindu queen sex doll. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's you know, just going to be brushed aside. Look, look, all the uh, look. people of color of the land will be in tears, you know. <laughs> but that's like the only audible they have. Kamala Harris is, is she's not, not the audible. <laughs> she's, she's just handing the ball to the other team and patting them on the butt. So yeah, I mean, it's the, the, yeah, the only audible they have is Gavin Newsom, you know. And once yeah. again, just like when Trump drops out of this and blames everything but the fact that he was going to lose, you know, Joe Biden can easily do the same thing. You know, I just got uh, my health. My doctor told me my health isn't what it was a year ago. Yeah, I don't think my family. It, you know, yeah. it's 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 a same thing a coach says when they quit. I can't give it my all. I can't give it my all. You know, well, give my if only he'd just say that today, you know, we'd uh, unfortunately be Kamala Harris. So maybe we are lucky that he's hanging on by whatever amphetamine. Well, because the, the alternative really is worse, I think, uh, unfortunately. And they don't want it to be Kamala Harris because then she's the de facto nominee. So they don't want <laughs> they got to drag want. him through. It's like we can exactly drag exactly. the corpse to the finish exactly. line. Exactly. That's exactly what so they're by, by that logic, they'd do anything to get rid of Biden because they don't want to have him. I mean, I guess if he goes out in the second term, it doesn't really matter as long as Kamala is not the VP anymore. They're still going to have to switch that up, right? Can they just um, let her be? Well, I think that's, the plan. That's such a risk. Well, the plan is to drag him across the finish line. And if he wins, Kamala will take over at some point. Oh, God. Why not? Oh, God. I mean, that then can't she can't win an election. But she can take over for four years. Maybe she can take over and not run or run and just be humiliated. But that they're well, really not in a good position as a party. They, you know, that's no, a, it's, both it's really parties simple. are very weak. Both parties yeah. are very weak right now. Well, it's really simple. If she takes over, if she, if she takes over for Biden and is in a total disaster, she just doesn't run in 28. They have Newsom run in 28. He's well, ready to go. He's, he's on the bench. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. Um, what was that song? Remember that? Yeah, put me in, well, coach. I'm ready yeah. to play today. Center field. He's ready to go. He's ready to run the center field. But let's say she so she'll takes settle the... because she was already president. She'll settle for not running because she got to be president. Is that the idea? If it's like a disaster, you know, approval ten. The writing's on the yeah. wall. What are you going to do? That's true. That's true. But let's say <laughs> look, look, look. We know very often the president. Sometimes they get lucky, right? They're in there in a time of prosperity. It's just a cycle we go through. The stock market shoots up. It's a cycle. Let's say she gets lucky and she gets, you know, she takes over Biden and she has a pretty decent four years. People are happy. The economy's better. Then she can run. She can run. But have the power of the incumbency that she doesn't have now. So that would be a big difference. That's, a very That's true. Big, you know, people right, forget right. a Democrat incumbent hasn't lost since 80, since Carter. So it's, it's tough to beat an incumbent, but it's especially tough to beat a Democrat incumbent. That's why this election is so important. 
You need a strong candidate, not a fucking guy with prison stripes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It, it, it is amazing that this is the position that they're at. The, the party is at a point where they're, you know, collectively trying to overcome this guy. And uh, really looks like a lot of water is being tread right now. I'll, I'll be convinced, you know, if you say uh, Iowa, that's, you know, isn't New Hampshire first in the nation legally and then Iowa? No, New no. Primary. primary. Iowa's the first okay, caucus. My bad. <laughs> but, you know, the first voting is Iowa. Who gives a fuck if it's a caucus or a primary? Okay. <laughs> you know, Iowa's so the, the first, first result. Yeah. 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 So at that point, I guess we'll know more about. Well, the and then, Andrew, but... there's, there's also a lot of Republicans who are believing the media and believing Trump that he's inevitable. So what happens? When he loses Iowa, all of a sudden they go, oh, oh, yeah, that would be a problem. Him. Oh, there's another choice. Oh, DeSantis is a winner. Oh, you know how things change, right? Look, Bernie won Iowa. Fuck Buttigieg. Bernie won Iowa. Then he won New Hampshire. Then he destroyed everyone in, in Nevada. And then South Carolina comes and the establishment says, oh, fuck, this is our last chance. So they get Clyburn out there. To fool people yeah. into believing Obama Bernie's a racist. Yeah. And Obama, right, Obama. And Biden wins one and it's all over. <laughs> Everything changed. Right? Everything uh, changed. Everything changed. He won a, a small state called South Carolina. It doesn't matter that Bernie won the first three. Everything changed. And, and yeah, Bernie, they, they immediately Bernie didn't win out. again. No. Bernie well, didn't because they, they got everybody together. They blew they slapped him around and they said, get in line, bitch. We're, this is how it's going to go. And Bernie just sat there watching it happen, doing absolutely nothing. Well, Bernie's I mean, full of shit. We know he's full of shit on many issues. But yeah. uh, when push comes to shove, he's phony. But the fact of the matter is, they we saw that, right? Then after Biden yeah. won that primary, they all got together, right? And said, right. Yeah. this is the guy. He's our nominee. Let's go. Let's get a, you know, so... And he got all those endorsements after he won South Carolina, you know, so it was all set up for him to right. make, Cal you know, South Carolina was basically the, the election for him, the primary for him. Right. So things change really quickly, man. Right. I mean, Bernie was seen as inevitable. Then Biden won and Bernie was no longer inevitable. So Trump is seen well, he loses Iowa. He's no longer seen as inevitable. Everything changes. Yeah, I agree. That, that, that Remember, be Bernie was liked, man. Trump isn't. So I think there are many more people who are ready to dump Trump than there were ready to dump Bernie. So it's like he's just not liked. People are just well, waiting for a reason. You know, he's so loyal to his fans and his audience. You know, I, I think that uh, Trump voters should be as loyal to him as he was to the people that uh, rioted for him. He didn't hey, do look, anything for any of them. Dude, I was there for the Bernie campaign of 2016 and 2020. He had an he had as loyal of a following as, as as Trump. He got crowds as large, if not bigger. He still it still wasn't enough. Right, it still wasn't enough. Yep. You know, yeah, so yeah. the GOP needs to not do what they did in 2015, though, and have a clown car for like three fourths of the race because they need to pick a candidate. They need to consolidate behind. If they want to beat Trump, it's got to be a team effort. I really don't think they're going to be able to shop around. For, you know how they did that with Jeb Bush and then, it, oh, maybe Rubio, maybe Cruz, and, and then it's over and Trump's the nominee. Right. But Trump really asserted himself in that race. He's not doing that now. You know, no, he's not, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> he's not doing debates. He's not campaigning. He's not doing rallies. All he's doing is making fun of DeSantis on Truth Social. Who's on Truth Social? <laughs> Only his cult. That's it. No one's on Truth And the media doesn't even cover... Yeah, the media doesn't even cover his tweets there the way they did when he was on Twitter. So it's like... It's no one. It's an echo chamber, man. It's an echo chamber. That's all it I is. I saw one of his posts where he uh, spelled rumor with two O's. Oh, um, I have Bill Mitchell, who writes about Trump all the time, says he just misspelled fascism. He misspells something all the time. He's constantly misspelling. Every tweet he kicks out, he misspells something. So this is the guy who's always talking about other people being low IQ. How about his IQ? That doesn't even have spell check. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Well, like you said, everyone on Truth Social is a sycophant, so no one points out that it's spelled wrong. I think that's actually how it operates with his entire life. Yeah, his cult is so insane, he put out Kofefe, and they thought it was some brilliant code for something. (laughs) You remember that? like misspelled coffee. I remember I was in college, and I was talking to my professor, and the professor was like, what was he trying to say? And I'm like, I think he misspelled coffee. That's it. You know, it's Probably. like there's no code here. It's a, he's an idiot. He mistyped whatever. It's uh, this yeah. is just vintage Trump. Like, you get but his you his cult was sure that was the most brilliant thing they've ever seen in their lives. This is how this is how warped these people are yeah. when it comes. It's very QAnon. Yeah, it was like a QAnon. He was he was telling us something. He was telling what was he telling us? And and the asshole media bought into it for a while, didn't they? What does this mean? What does this mean? Well, it means... Well, they the guy... hyped it up, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. Of course. You know, so, uh, you know, look, the fact of the matter is is that it's almost like a, a Rorschach test, right? Everyone sees something different. Yeah. So with the Trump with the Trump mugshot, I see, and many of us see, this guy who's like putting on this performance. I'm looking tough. I'm going to look... I'm going to look tough. But he just th- mm-hmm. kind of looks phony and evil, his supporters say, oh, look, what a heroic image. What a heroic image. And if he had done anything, if he had smiled with his fake teeth, whatever it may have been, his cult would have seen it as something brilliant, right? Something yeah. brilliant. And they're incredibly, they're nuts. They're nuts. What are they going to do? You know? Uh, well, that's like, the GOP's problem, isn't it? <laughs> look, va- vampires, every vampire movie I've ever seen, we know what happens with cults. When the cult leader goes, the cult goes away. It always does. But those vampire movies too, right? When the when the head vampire gets the stake in his heart, everyone else yeah. vanishes. Turn. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I'm hoping that's the case. When this guy time his time comes one way or the other, I'm hoping it just goes away. You know, that's the way I see it. Well, it's you the know, best so. case scenario. Uh, yeah, I don't think anything better is going to happen. You know, I mean, like you, you said, you really no, think there's no contrition? No, there's no contrition. Yeah, I mean, no. no <laughs> that's not happening. There's no contrition. Hey, Andrew, thanks for the call. It was good talking to you. Yeah, nice conversation. Talk, yeah, yeah, okay. I just want to. Uh, yes, thanks. Okay, uh, I just want to cover a couple of other quick things here. Um, so I mentioned to Andrew the twelve point eight million dollar million million documents. That's a lot. I mean, they have handed over. In the federal case, probing Trump efforts to turn over, overturn 2020 election, prosecutors have turned over 12.8 million documents to the former president's legal team as a part of uh, discovery. So they set the trial date of March 4th in this case. 
uh, a quarter of the $12.8 million documents associated with Trump's campaign or political action committees that have supported it, according to Prosecutor Molly Gaston. Uh, transcripts of grand jury testimony and accompanying exhibits make up $5 million of the documents, and $3 million documents originated from the Secret Service. Trump has had access functionality to about two-thirds of the documents, about 8 million of them. Um, so the government also produced 47,000 key documents to the defense, including an annotated indictment Gaston said as a roadmap to the government's case. This is what I, when I say there's a lot of stuff, there's a lot of evidence, it, there is. I mean, there just is. There just is. There's tons of evidence. I mean, there's no surprise why four grand juries decided to indict. I mean, there's tons, tons of evidence, which a regular you know, jury will have to go through. But uh, it's not like people make this up as though it's a, a freedom of speech thing. It's, a, it's either freedom of speech or it's not freedom of speech. Well, no, it's not. It goes a lot deeper than that. All of these cases, the, the, the Trump people will have you believe the Stormy Daniels thing is just, uh, you know, a salacious thing, Clinton-like, where it was like, you know, just paying off a point. Although, once again, the same people, there's such gaslighters, the same people who think Trump did nothing wrong with Stormy Daniels, think Bill Clinton is a total sleazeball, right? So you have to believe they're either both sleazes or neither of them are sleazes. You can't think Bill is this huge sleazeball because of Lewinsky, and Trump is not with Stormy Daniels. Meanwhile, they both knew Epstein. They both they were both friends of Epstein, okay? Not just Bill Clinton. So once again, it shows this ridiculous gaslighting and contradictory nature and hypocrisy of Trump and his supporters. But there's a lot going on in that case too. It's more than just it's more than just you know paying someone to shut up because they gave you a blowjob. That's not the case, okay? And with this January sixth stuff, look, it's not just about freedom of speech. It's not just about saying, "Oh, I think the election was stolen," and that's it. That's not the case, okay? Trump didn't just say. I think the election was stolen, then go home and not talk about it anymore and not do anything. No, he was trying to get fake electors installed, trying to get old people who didn't even know what the fuck he was doing. He was lying to them, telling them this is just in case they overturn the election. He was putting in fake electors. He was trying to fake the documents. He was trying to get into the machines to change the, to change the results. Come on. There's millions of things. And all these people are going to uh, don't want to go to jail, so they're all going to give them up. What they say? They're all going to turn states on him, all right? Because they don't care. They don't want all these people to go to jail. In the Georgia thing, they don't want 20 people to go to jail. They want Trump and Giuliani to go to jail. I don't even think they want Mark Meadows to go to jail. Meadows is already testifying against him in the, in the documents thing. So it's, they have all these people who are going to save their ass by testifying against him. It's not just a freedom of speech issue, Okay. It's not just a freedom of speech issue. All, also, all the elements leading up to that little thing that happened at the Capitol, whether you think it's a big thing, whether you think it's an insurrection or just a bunch of idiots acting up, whatever led to that, which was done to try to pressure the government and Mike Pence to overturn the election, to not certify the results. That was the point of that. Whether you think it was you know, really well organized <laughs> or just a bunch of jerks who had no chance of doing that anyway, doesn't really matter. All the evidence they have leading up to that, that that was the last, gra the last gasp for Trump was to get those people to pressure with violence Trump 
and Congress to make him the president um, was the last thing he could do because all the fake elector stuff and trying to hack into the voting machines and getting the secretary of states to find votes that weren't there didn't work, didn't work. And they went to court and they didn't, that didn't work either. So this was the last gasp two weeks before inauguration day, right? So there's a lot going on here. There's a lot of evidence, a lot of people who can testify against him in all four, all four of these cases. It's not, he's not going to, he's going to jail. He's going to jail. He is. There's no way with all the evidence, D.C. jury, New York jury, Atlanta jury, maybe even a Florida jury is going to find him innocent on every of the hundred and something charges. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. So the fact of the matter is this guy is going to be, the end result to anyone who lives in this real world is that Trump will go to jail, not become president. There's a much better shot. All right. If you if I if I was like a better a sports better and had a lot of money, I put I put all of my money on Trump going to jail before becoming president again. That's just the real world. That's just reality. It's just reality. I understand people like the president of the United States going to jail. No, never going to happen. Never happened before. Never going to happen. The rich always find ways. The connected always find ways. There's always a first. There's always a first for everything. And uh, to show the world that the president of the United States is not above the law is a big thing for a lot of these people, that this is what they want to show. This is what they want to show maybe current and future presidents, that you ain't above the law. You ain't above the law. So anyway, okay, so there's that. Um let me see. I talked about the court cases. I talked about this. Uh, oh, Joe the plumber died. Did you see that? Joe the plumber, who questioned, remember the guy who questioned Obama's tax proposals and a lot of other stuff, and was a big supporter of, of McCain and and Palin, although he soured on McCain, but he was a big Palin supporter, died at 49 of pancreatic cancer, only 49 years old. Um, boy, wasn't he like Joey... Uh, well, that's his son, Sam Wurzelbacher is his name. Um, remember, remember how big that was? We always heard about Joe the Plumber. Joe the Plumber, Joe the Plumber. He was like the voice of the average guy, right? The voice of the average guy who was, you know, in uh, thrust into the political realm um, for McCain-Palin against, against Obama in, in 2008. That was so huge. It really was. It really shows how the media can make someone a star if they want to, right? And then there was the big controversy that he wasn't really a plumber. Well, who cares? I thought it was just a metaphorical thing anyway. Like, it's, it sounds better than Joe the blue collar guy, right? Joe the plumber. Plumber's a blue collar, right? Blue collar American who was for McCain. So, um, yeah, he's gone. It's it's, he was so big for a while, and now hardly anyone's even talking about the fact that he died. Right? I mean, he was really big. In fact, in 2012, he ran for U.S. House in Ohio, and he lost uh, to Marcy Kaptur. It was a very heavy Democratic area. He, he had virtually no chance anyway. Um, 
So, you know, uh, that's that. There's no more Joe the Plumber. Uh, let's see. Just, yeah, I think I'll save the story for tomorrow. There's a <laughs> increasing amount of trans teenagers are on the rise. An increasing amount. Isn't that a shock? I wonder why all of a sudden, now, that there are all these trans teenagers. Hmm. What could it be? What could it be? Uh, we'll talk about that. But also, I did want to mention quickly uh, the uh, the COVID stuff. We'll talk more about this. Uh, about, you know, a new strain and then talking about masks again. And I've said, and, and more vaccines. And isn't it amazing how there's this new strain that they've just discovered, and yet the the shot for it will be ready in a couple of weeks? How do you do that? Now, will anyone believe a president who said in in the summer, in August of 2021, hey, hey, hey Jack, if you get these shots, Jack, you're not going to get COVID. If you get these shots, you can't get COVID. Well, we know he lied through his fake teeth about that and his plastic surgery face. So why would anyone believe him now that we must get these? He's recommending everyone gets them because he knows the science. As Jay Bhattacharya said, does, does he know some study that was done for this new vaccine that no one else knows about? Of course not. But he's a big farmer shill, like Vivek Pharmaswampy, like Donald J. Trump, a, 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 a pharma whore, big pharma whores. That's what they are. You have Democrats and Republicans who are both big. You got Bernie, the phony. You got Biden. You got Trump, who pushes Operation Warp Speed and still says the vaccine was the greatest thing ever invented. Then you got Fauci and you got Vivek, who had all the pharma stuff. Come on. These people are so full of shit. So full of it. At least Ron DeSantis has sued Big Pharma and made the vaccine mandates illegal in Florida. Okay. Uh, let's see, uh, Jacksonville. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Jacksonville. We'll talk about the gun stuff and the Jacksonville shooting. And now he's had to take some time away from the campaign DeSantis because of Jacksonville and because of a, another hurricane coming that's going to hit Tampa, I believe. Um, but the COVID stuff, once again, and I've said it a million times, these people were never punished. Their feet were never held to the fire for lying for three and a half years. So they're going to continue to do this. They're going to continue to lie because they haven't been punished. And as Andrew brought up, it's been very profitable for them. They've gotten raises. They've gotten jobs like Fauci at Georgetown. So why not? Why stop? Why stop the grift? Why stop the COVID grift? Everyone's got the grift these days. huh? Have you seen that movie, The Grifters? 90s, really good. Stephen Frears with ultra liberal whack job. John Cusack, but he's a good actor. Uh, yeah, everyone's a grifter. Everyone's a grifter. Um, so until they're punished, this will go on forever. So my guess is it'll go on at least until 2025, right? Because no one's going to punish them until then. The Republicans in Congress promised it. Didn't they, have they done anything? Not really. Okay, let's see. Um, There's one more thing. Oh, here, I'll leave you with this. Look, the robber baron on Twitter said this. They said the COVID rules would end when two weeks have passed. Remember that? 15 days stop the spread. Hospitals build capacity. Remember that? We just want to make sure there are hospital beds. 80% wear masks. Remember that? If the majority wear masks, 
COVID will go away. A vaccine's available. Remember that? When the vaccine's available, COVID will end. Back to normal. Treatments are available. 70% of vax. Remember when they said that? When the majority's vaxxed, Fauci said that 70% number, COVID goes away. You don't have to worry about it anymore. There are less cases. Remember that? When they said there were less cases, we're not going to talk about COVID. When toddlers are vaxxed, that's it. No more COVID. Then they said uh, it's not flu season. When it's not flu season anymore, don't worry about COVID again. They lied about everything. They lie and 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 they lie. And they continue to lie because it's a grift, a moneymaker for big pharma. It gets hits, right, from the, the headlines. Now people, they put up fake headlines like mass mandates are back or vaccine mandates are coming back or, oh, my God, there's this horrible strain of flu. Click on this to learn more about the strain of COVID. Click on this to learn more about it. It's a moneymaker. And so that's why they'll continue this until they're forced, until someone, someone takes a stand and forces them to stop, forces them to stop lying about COVID, forces them to stop selling more vaccines, makes them stop producing more vaccines, makes them fear us, fear the truth, and not continue to censor the truth. Maybe a few people have to go to jail, right? To show that, right? They want to, look, they want to put Trump in jail to show the president of the United States is not above a law. Set that precedent, right? Which they're going to do. We need to do the same thing for these these COVID pushers, these, these people who push lies and hurt and kill people and destroy society and push back children's education for years. Look, they're still talking now about masking children. They're talking again about closing schools because they haven't been punished for doing it. We have to punish these people, put a few people behind bars to set that precedent that you can't do this. You can't. Okay, so I think that's the show. I think I talked enough. Andrew, thanks for the call. It was good talking to you. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow night, right? Big Tuesday night show. And uh, we'll, we'll talk more about all these things. And I hope you'll be there. Let's put it this way. I'll be seeing you. Will you be seeing me? Okay. Thank you for listening to And Let's Be Heard. And until tomorrow night, this is Mike Gichopoli reminding you that your influence counts. Use it. <laughs>